Honda's got great deals across a great range all month long. In fact, they're so great that we can't tell you exactly what they are. So what's the deal? Come in to find out and let's help you into a Honda today. T's and C's apply. See honda.com.au for details. All right, Eddie, we are back. Welcome to the Hello Sport podcast, episode 94, I think we're at now. Correct. Uh, If you're a new listener to the show, uh, unqualified opinion, unwavering bias, sports related. Correct, Tom. Correct. That's what we sort of go for. As I almost choke on my own spit. That's fine. Uh, Happy to be here with you today, Tom. Yeah, it's very nice. Now, if you are listening to this, uh, this has been recorded on Friday, the 29th or 30th of April. Good Friday, Good Friday, Easter Friday. Jesus has risen, or he's been he's oh been he's killed. He's in and around the he's day. He's in and around the day. Jesus is certainly featured. Uh, um, <laughs> we're recording this early because Eddie, I feel like for the second time this month you're going to Bali. Yeah, off to Bali again. Have been to Thailand. Now to Bali. So you just doing the Asia's, doing the Asia's, doing the south southeast of Asia. Tom, yeah. uh, my lovely girlfriend offered a free villa. One does not say no to, to a free, free villas. villas. Winters, dribblers. No, we're not in the we're not in the business of saying no to free villas. We're also not in the position to say no to free villas. No, certainly not. You owe it to yourself to 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 take a free villa. That's when right. It's on offer. So you're gone again. But we felt it was we owed it to the punter and the dribbler, Tom, to to thrash out what has been the second phase of the greatest scandal to ever grip the nation. It's been a tumultuous week. It's been a tumultuous week. It's been very, uh, it's been very emotional. I didn't know cricket could get me feeling so so emotional. Like obviously to, towards games and but like off the field emotion, yeah. raw raw human emotion, Eddie. It's been roller coaster stuff, Tom, in the purest been. sense. In the purest sense of roller coaster stuff. Yeah, this is right up there. I mean, this is like this is what you define as roller coaster stuff. Yeah, it is. It is. If you needed a, a an adjective, you got one. You got one right there. Roller coaster. Yeah. Uh, so look. Where we currently stand for people that for somehow aren't across it. I don't know how you couldn't be because the nation is across it. But uh, Smudge back from South Africa after being dragged through the airport like Chappelle called. Now, that reeked of Chappelle. That- it reeked of Chappelle. And you know what, Tom? It pissed me off. And it pissed me off for this reason. Are you telling me there isn't a back door to the Johannesburg airport? They ran him through there like a convicted drug trafficker, holding onto him unnecessarily, like he was going to... What, well, is he going to run away? Like, run away or something. He wants to leave the yeah, country. Yeah, like he's trying to leave. What are we dragging him through there for? There also what, you, wasn't... what, do you think he's going to break out of your, your grip and run off into Johannesburg also, alone afraid? There wasn't like an angry mob of people trying to get at no, him. No, so, there was one mob and they were all they security were all guards. They were security guards. He was mobbed by security. It just it didn't make sense to me and it just looked like it just was that was where well that was it's not like that was the point but it was certainly one of those points where I went ooh this has gone this has gone too far that's exactly what it's exactly what I was thinking I was like this has gone way too far and that was the moment where I was like you know what up until this point, I wasn't gonna, I was I was prepared to keep my mouth shut on the topic because it would have been hypocritical of me as an Australian to to speak my mind otherwise. But let's not forget that FAF's been done twice. You know what I mean? 
what you get off your high horses, South yeah. Africa. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Get off your fucking high horse because Just don't. How dare you? How South dare Africa. you? I saw it on Fox Sports News or something where they're going like, you know, uh, they're sort of talking about how bad it was and how like, you know, the South Africans must have forgotten about their captain. Yet Fox Sports is also there filming it and per- like perpetuating this whole fucking problem and making his this this situation for him even worse. And there's some like journo's reaching in and you know, Channel Ten like, maybe. Yeah, I think it was Channel Ten. That basket case, unless they're offering a job. Like, he's not going to give you a comment. Surely you know that. You know that. You so just get the fucking camera out of his face. He's already told you he's doing a press conference when he lands. He's doing when he gets back. Let's just leave the guy alone. His life is literally falling apart around him. And let's be honest. And this is it, it. It's blown up so hard that it's become like a trial by media. We were pissed off, right? In our podcast, we were we were fuming. Tom. We were fuming, and rightfully so. But we called for three months. Yeah, we. You, I called for three months. Was happy to swallow three months. Thought we, that was. We said we said I, three I thought months. Three months was on the on the money. We said three months could swallow six, but but other than outside of that, ludicrous, ludicrous. And then to find out that Smith Warner twelve months, no IPL, fucking. Uh, their sponsors, sponsors dropping, dropping like center. flies. Mm. Bangers getting nine. Yeah. See, Bangers shouldn't have got nine. The poor big... Like, if Big Dave, David Warner, which we now know, comes up to you and says, mate, give this... Put this sandpaper in your pocket and give it a bit of a rub. Like, it, it's hard for him to say no to Big David. Well, probably looks up to him. Well, I'm sure he looks up to Where's him. He's his opening partner. Yes. Look, I would, I would not be... There's a part of me that agrees with that. There's also a part of me that says, like, Bangers is a fucking adult and could have just said no. no, But I also realise that there is that sort of, that sporting, uh, you know, locker room sort of, uh, you know, hierarchical hierarchical situation where, you know, you're going to be like, oh, fuck, this is the vice captain of the greatest nation on earth, greatest cricketing nation on earth. Well, no, 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 the greatest nation on the planet, Tom. Well, exactly. Sorry. So I can understand that it would have been tough for Bangers, but I'm not exactly going like he shouldn't. I, I just think they all should have got six months. I think they should have lost three. the cap. Th- well, three months, sorry. I uh, would have been happy for Warner and Smudge to lose the captaincy. Yeah. Um, but, and look, at this stage when we're recording this, Warner hasn't spoken yet. No. So we don't know. He might come out and be very uh, contrite and be very sort of, you know, well, he needs to apologetic. Be, he needs to be. He needs to be. Needs Absolutely to be. needs to be. Because at this point, it seems like he has talked bangers into doing this and then bailed from the fuck it like fucked off everyone in the team well that's what we're hearing you he's know? left a whatsapp group well, yeah. he's pissed off the bowlers one does he's not fucked. just leave a whatsapp group tom that's no, a big call that and was he booted call. who's the admin yeah. <laughs> who is the Who admin? Is, who's admin is gary the admin gary's the absolutely the admin <laughs> he's got to be gary's admin. absolutely admin if you sing the under the southern Cross our Cross stand. Cross stand. Sprig of waddle in, in my, my hand. hand. Uh, then, I'm pretty sure that man runs the group. The group WhatsApp. Well, it's. I think it's the technological equivalent of singing the song. So yeah, he yeah, will yeah. eventually have to hand on the adminship. Yes. To. I mean, I'm not sure. Well, maybe yeah. country boy. I don't well, know. He's sort of well, in line for look, that. Look, look. I mean, not sure. No speculation. Peter Hanscom got has that air about him. I reckon. Handy could be doing it. Yeah, but he, he needs to get back into the side. Well, he he does, and he needs to. I mean, there's well, a perfect opportunity now. But, well, it is, but I mean, you're also a little bit like. Uh, was he involved in this ball tampering scandal thing? Like, Buff was clearly... T- well, I mean, look, Buff... No, no, Buff's no. been cleared. So I think you've got to take Buff at his word. Buff was cleared. Buff's cleared and Hanscom's cleared too. Yes. He's just following Skip's orders going, mate, go and say... to Tell them what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Go ludicrous. tell them to put the sandpaper away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put the sandpaper away. And maybe nothing, don't nothing get bright yellow Hanscom. sandpaper. 
Um, Hanscom's going to be back in the side, surely, for the fourth test. I think Renshaw opens. Well, we've, we've lost three batsmen. And then we're going to... You, you probably open Kwaja, maybe? No, you go you go uh, Renshaw and uh, Joe Burns. Or Joe Burns. Smokey Joe. Smokey Joe's back in as well, which I don't mind. In terms of, obviously... The nation has just had to purge themselves of three of their top cricketers. Certainly, their two and then, top. And then batsmen. what? And then Marsh goes to. F- well, I think four. you maybe just keep it. Yeah. So Marsh to four, hands handy to five, five yeah. Swamp Junior, Junior to six, six. Play on. Play on. Yeah. But we've also lost three of six, which is punchy. Yeah, that's not that's not great. That's and the two two of our best batsmen, the best batsmen in the world. Bit of a nightmare there for cricket. Um, now, we also said in our last podcast, we're happy for Buff to go under the circumstances, probably well, the right well, time. Well, look, look, I just thought, and punters, dribblers, having seen what was a highly emotional interview by Buff, Very feeling emotional. for Buff. Feel- I believe him. I know a lie when I see one. I looked into Buff's eyes and I know what I saw. And it was honesty and raw emotion, Thomas. I feel for Buff. I but feel- I stand by my comments in the previous podcast. We need to... We need to we, we need, need to freshen things up. We need a new. We need a new buff, and we we need a new buff, and that buff is JL Justin Langer. Justin Langer, he's got the credentials, Tom. Uh, he's he's got his, his resume is mile high, stack cricketing pedigree. Eddie. Oh, he's he's cut from that cloth, Tom. Uh, he's a winner. He's a winner. <laughs> you, you're telling me he's one of the great winners. He is really one of the great JL, winners. one of the absolute out and out winners. Was a winner on the field, Thomas. One of the greatest opening batsmen we've ever had. A hell of a competitor. Hell of a competitor. Um, has transitioned gorgeously into the into the coaching ranks. Has got the best out of the West, the West Australians. Let's be honest. They won a sh- they won some shields. They won a shitload of big, big bashes. bashes. They're just dominating. They're everywhere. I mean? He's milked he's milked the best out of the Marsh boys. That's for damn sure. Hasn't he? Hasn't he? And and if you off maligned as well, Tom. Off maligned marshes. Off yeah. maligned swamps. Yeah. He's milked them dry. <laughs> milked them dry. <laughs> and um, and how, how does a couple of ashes tons sound? Yeah, exactly. You're telling me that man's not the best milker in the business? You don't think JL was milking those boys oh, for come runs? come on. He's the best milker in the country, He is, Tom. mate. Pails and pails of pails. marsh milk. Oh, marsh milk? <laughs> marsh milk's delicious. God. It, I don't have my brekkie every morning, but it means ashes tons, Tom. Uh, yeah, marsh milk, good for the bones, good for the soul, good for the nation. Uh, high in calcium, Tom. <laughs> Hein runs it. Hein runs that marsh milk. That West Australian milk. That JL milk, punters, dribblers. Hein runs, It's Hein runs. Now, he's squeaky clean. As squeaky clean. Squeaky. Let's get him into the setup and let's turn a new leaf. And unfortunately, Buff, you've done a phenomenal job. You've got a couple of Ashes wins for us. Didn't get one abroad, which I'm a little, you know, I'm not happy about. No. But it is what it is. And I think, after after the, what were the very dark Mickey Arthur years, yeah, you yeah. were the shining light that we needed, that the nation needed, yeah. and I love you for it. I do. Re- absolutely do. You got us two nice home series. Uh, it's been fantastic. You also guided us through the, the Philip Hughes. Yes, uh, he's been... Debar- look, debacle been, probably isn't the right word. Uh, tragedy. Buff's been phenomenal. Unfortunate that he couldn't go out on his own terms, but such is life. Such is life. Sad for Buff. Sorry for Buff. But happy for JL, because his milk's the best in the country. Now... From one sad press conference to another, Eddie. And Steve Smith's press conference could be the single saddest thing that I've ever seen in my life. And I mean, in my life. Well, just to touch on Philip Hughes again. It's well, second only to that. Yeah. Just, just in yeah. terms of... No, you're right. Gave me, a, gave me no, a, but, a nice bit of perspective there at the right time. Yeah. That's the saddest thing. Yeah, yeah. That I've, like, when I heard that on the radio, I was a mess. Yes. This is second to that. 
that I've seen. The, the Philip Hughes thing certainly puts it in perspective. Yeah, but, um, but, but punters, dribblers, this also puts it in perspective when I say, in, in sporting terms, second, second most hectic. Second most hectic. You know what I mean? That was a shattered, broken, distraught man you saw up there, punters, dribblers. And you know what? Even though he is a man, and in cricketing terms, a hell of a man... I saw a boy up there. I saw a boy up there. You know what I saw? I saw a boy. I saw a boy up there that's made a mistake yeah. because not a natural leader. I wouldn't say a natural leader of men. No. He 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 leads through sheer weight of runs, yeah. Tom. Leads through through actions, not through sort of like alpha he's behavior a, in a, the dressing he's a, he's, sheds. He's not your quintessential classic cut and dry alpha. No, he's not. He's a performance-based alpha yeah. rather than a personality-based yes, alpha, Eddie. Correct, correct. And so to that effect, I think it was always going to be hard for Smudge to put his foot down in the dressing sheds when he sees something a little untoward go on. Mm. Turns a blind eye. Turns a blind eye. Doesn't He's not confrontational unless he's got Willow in his hand. So it's sort of... But obviously has trusted Warner to... It's his vice-captain, To do the right thing. Yes. And clearly sandpaper isn't the right thing. It's not the right thing to do. You called that, by the way. It was I know. Sandpaper. I told it wasn't you. Tape, of course dribbling. it wasn't tape. We said that last we, week. We covered look, it. We look, covered it. Uh, if, you, if you don't think we've got bloody eyes and ears in camp, punters, dribblers, then you don't know it. You don't know us well enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't stay top of the heap. No. Just for no reason. Just for no reason. You're People trying gone... to call it tape gate. I'm like, no, motherfucker, no. it's sandpaper. What is what is yellow tape doing to a ball? Nothing. Literally nothing. nothing. It's sticky. You wouldn't it's... be able to get it off. No, exactly. Stupid. Stupidity. Well, what's sandpaper doing to a ball, Eddie? R- Fuck it up. Yeah, roughs the fucking thing roughs up. Roughs it up real nice. Now, back to that back press to the conference. Back to the presser. Look, it was, and this is what they've been trumpeting in the papers, it was a good bit of healing. Uh, you know I what? Think, for the nation I as much as I think the nation received. healed. I think we all healed. It was cathartic. I think we all healed. But there is, you can be ruthless with it though. And there are some cold-hearted people out there. People we know, my girlfriend's surprising a little cold. Ella. Yeah. Ella Dumbrell. Let's Co- put her on blast yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, cold. I was showing her the videos last Sam Parsonson. Time. Archie Hamilton. Yeah. Cold. Cold motherfuckers. Uh, I, was showed them, I showed her the video last night and she was like, you know what? He's on a shitload of money. He's on millions and millions. He knew it was wrong. He's the captain of the country. Should have spoken up. She goes, it's... Yeah, it's all well and good for him to come out now and say he's so sorry, which he clearly is, and he's upset, which he clearly is, but, like, should have known better. And I'm like, I see that side of it. I do. But I also believe in forgiveness and redemption. Absolutely. I also believe... It's Jesus' day. (laughs) Isn't that what we preach? Forgiveness. That's why he died on the cross for our sins, Thomas. And maybe maybe Smudge has almost taken on that sort of... Is he Jesus? Is he Jesus? Is he Jesus? (laughs) He's died... For the sins for of Warner and Bannon. He has. It's a redemption tale, punters, dribblers. You know what? How apt. How apt. He died on the, the, the metaphorical cross. The cricketing cross. For the sins of Warner and Bancroft. Maybe the sins of the entire team. Oh, you know what I mean? Well, we were putting him in for Demi. This is part of it. This could be some... This is some... Does he come back now in 12 months go to England and just put on a fucking clinic? Yeah. Is that what we see? I think that might be it. Because you know what I'm doing if I'm Stephen Smudge Smith, Tom? I'm literally just... I'm living in a small little county town in England somewhere and I'm facing the swinging nut (laughs) year round. That's all I'm doing. And you, you go over there and go, I'll play for free. I'll play for free. Mate, Uh, what? Only juke balls, please. Only juke balls. The county cricket knows. They know that it was Warner. The attack dog, the mongrel that Everyone set up this does. ruse. People are going to open him with open, accept him with open arms over in England. A county side with the best cricketer playing for him for match payments, or maybe a meat pie and a schooner. I reckon a meat pie and a schooner is all Smudge wants, right? Yeah, but now. that's all he wants. Just to show, 
Let, give me that fucking juke ball. Give me the juke ball. Uh, oh, is it almost raining? Get me out Get there. Get me out there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, overcast. Overcast, Love perfect. It. Give me that swing and juke, please, yeah. if you don't mind. Twelve months of swing and juke, Steve Smith. Uh, redemption story, punters, dribblers. It may not be three days like the act and classic story. No, but, but it's now twelve months. Well, it's a cricketing three days. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So it's it's and look, three days was also that was a, a it was biblical, a bit short. Well, it was a biblical fable. We don't know. It was a biblical three days, which could have meant any time. You know what I mean? Who knows? Yeah, it was written in a book a hundred, however many years ago. Two thousand, two thousand, certainly not a hundred, Tom. Certainly not a hundred. Get your years right. <laughs> no. Two thousand eighteen. Hundred. It got. <laughs> in nineteen eighteen. Yeah, yeah, Jesus was founded. <laughs> so. You sort of, as you know, and this is sort of why I love being able to do this podcast. It is because you sort of things become a lot clearer when you're able to discuss it and get it out. In the when open. you thrash it out, when you thrash it out, and so I think now we can sort of, we're almost saying Stephen's Jesus. <laughs> um, is that what we're saying? I feel like that's on, where we're on at. Jesus's day. We're saying, is he the second coming? Is he the second coming of Jesus on uh, this Easter Friday? Yep, that's probably what I'm saying. I think that's what we're saying. And you know what else I'm saying is. Is one of the is one of the snake in the grass? Yes, he's tempting him with he, the apple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, poor Smudge in the Garden of Eden, Cape Town, Cape Town cricket, cricket, uh, lured in with the fruits of of a test win, of a test win with a bright yellow shiny apple. Yeah, 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 bright yellow shiny apple, a little coarse. Yeah, actually coarse, a coarse apple, not shiny. No, not well, shiny. one half was shiny. Well, it was well, a swinging apple. Yeah, yeah, swinging apple. Now, yes, I think we've covered that, that smudge is genius, Jesus. That sort of brings us into the next topic, the snake. The snake. Now, we haven't heard the press conference punters, dribblers, so I'm not sure if it's going to be as emotionally charged as Smudge Smith's was and Bancroft's to a lesser degree. But I think the nation collectively has sort of all acknowledged that it was Warner's idea, and he's going to be wearing the brunt of the blame. Yes. Now, there's a couple of things. I don't. If if it was Warner's idea, and he was, uh, you know, fourth forthright comes out, it was me. I fucked up. Jeez, you got a leg spread on you right now. <laughs> We're at Alice Sports Studios, and Eddie's legs just couldn't be further apart. Comfortable punters, dribblers. Punters and dribblers. Today's episode brought to you by Good Day the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, 
nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. No, I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a, it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY... You get fifty bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get a hundred bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rose on there, code manly, fifty bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like let's get this vintage out there to the people that yep. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Straight down Main Street, right near butthole. <laughs> Comfortable. <laughs> so Warner, if he'd come out and just owned it, right? But last he night... said nothing. On, he's he, not said a word. He said a couple of words as he was into the airport. Like, nothing really. Nothing substantial. Well, let's come on. He hasn't really said No, anything. he hasn't said anything. But he's drinking champagne and shit in the hotel bar. Yeah. And, but what, and, and look, there's a, why didn't he have a press conference last night? Why wouldn't he have... Smith had one. Bangers had one. Why wouldn't he just come back into the country, have his press conference like everyone else is, and just own up to it? He said he needed to spend time with his family. I'm pretty sure his family was over there. Oh, you don't think Bangers has family? You don't think Smudge has got an impending wedding of the year? Uh, mate, his dad was holding him. Exactly. His father was holding He's him. holding him there, bloody, as he's breaking down in front of the nation. Now, someone else said this, and this is one where you can't... I don't want to give too much of an opinion, but I thought it was an interesting point, Eddie. When Warner got back into the uh, the country and he was walking out of the airport to a throng of thirsty media types. <laughs> he, he's come out of the airport holding his two beautiful young children and mm. he's with Candy. Mm. Candy's a mess. Candy's an absolute mess. The kids are going, don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, probably, probably not wise to subject children to that sort of... Well, that's what I was thinking. That's like, what they're is- attack dogs. The people that go to the airport looking for comment, they're, they're hungry. They mother. don't give a fuck if your kids are there. And they didn't. There was <laughs> flashes going off everywhere and they bloody won't stop talking to him. They it's actually like, prefer the kids being there. It's better for the... You, sells, you charge sells more. papers. Charge more for a photo. Fuck yeah. Let's see if we can get one of the kids crying. That'd be great. Everyone's crying. Let's get the whole family crying. Yeah, yeah. If we could. If we can, that'd be nice. Someone's paying top dollar for that shit. Yeah, but you make an interesting point about Warner waiting three days. The longer he waits, the more people are getting pissed off. Yeah, the more people are getting pissed off. Smudge, I literally... Let's think about this last... The last podcast we did, I don't think I called him Smudge once. I think it was Stephen Smith. I no longer had that romantic affiliation, affinity with him. You know what? As soon as he's apologised, I'm back to calling him Smudge. I can't wait for him to bat again. Also the air, but also, Tom, just to sort of defend us a little bit, just so... 
Like, we, we didn't have all the information at the time. What we had in front of us was that he was implicated. Now we know that he just sort of knew about it. Like, he wasn't coming up with this, this dirty rouge, no. you know what I mean? Which makes me feel a lot better about it. And seeing how shattered he is and the man open up and, and beg for forgis- forgiveness from the nation, mm. like, I'm prepared to, to go back to calling him Smudge and yes. I love him still. Yes, yeah, same. You I love him I mean? again. I love him again. You know what, though? It's kind of like when you get angry at your friends or your family or your parents are angry at you or any of that sort of stuff. There's a time of anger where you're like, I'm genuinely angry at you. But as soon as you ask for forgiveness, mm. and I can see the sincerity and I can see the tears, Eddie. I yeah. can see them. Hey, we're all good, man. We're, we're all good. good. Look, I'm I'm not I'm probably not there yet with the captaincy part of it. Only because no. only because I think what this has shown is that not a natural leader of men. No. And maybe not maybe not ideal as, as for captain. Maybe yeah. not. But hey. we'll see. Time will tell. But as, a, but as a player for my nation, Eddie, as a player for my nation, he's back to four. Yeah, he's back to straight into four. He's straight into four. I'd have him back into four for this test. I'd have him back today. Yeah. yeah. Now, David Warner, how does he approach this? Does he come out and say, "Listen, it was my idea"? Well, I mean, well, how does he? What's he? What's he going to say? If it was his idea, he does. If it was his idea, he does. He's already got the fucking the sanctions. He's already been suspended. You may. What benefit is there to fucking not just go? All right, it was me. I fucked up. It was a horrible decision. It was my idea. It was my he, idea. He's almost got to. If he doesn't, people are going to be fucking ropeable. Mate, that's the good thing about having the media there is because they ask the question. They're going to go, was it your idea? Was it your idea, David? Answer the question. And if he doesn't answer the question... No, but okay. But this is, where it, this is where it gets interesting, punters, dribblers. Is if he does go, yes, it was my idea, then naturally the next question is going to be, why didn't you front the media? Because you're a dog. Day one in Cape Town, or whenever it was. Day three in Cape Town. Sunday, Saturday night, Sunday. Whatever it was. Time. You know, when all this fucking broke. Yeah, whenever it happened. And Smudge fronted the media alongside bangers. Why wasn't David out there going, listen, this was my idea? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's and now, it. And now the pieces of the puzzle begin to fall into place. The leaving of the WhatsApp group. Yes. Being shunned by his teammates. Yes. No one's admitting it publicly. No. But, but this shit, where there's smoke, there's fire, Tom. Absolutely. <clears throat> you know what? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb here, Tom, and say that he's not going to play for Australia again. And that's disappointing. He's going to become like a Chris Gale 2020 mercenary around the world. Make a fuckload of money. Do you know but, what I mean? Buddy, but it will be sad. not just Because he's a good player, Eddie. I like good players in my team. Hell of a player, Tom. But do you agree? Would you go along with that? I could see that. It, look, I I'm think not saying definitely, but I'm saying it's a fucking good chance. You know what? Uh, depending on uh, the outcome of this press conference, whenever the fuck he has it, because all he's done is released a bloody note from his phone. and weird, Which I wasn't happy with. No, I wasn't happy with that either. He didn't even write that. He probably didn't, even if he did. I mean, I, I, we all know Dave can't spell. So, I mean, I'm not sure that it was him. It definitely wasn't him. He's had, that, he's had someone do that for him. Correct. But I just think that it would have been better to just press conference, Dave. Bang is fronted up. Young kid, eight tests. He's young, fucking fronted up and owned it. Yeah, he owned it. Fuck yeah, he got up there and owned it. He's a young, he's a young boy. He's a, he's a boy. Tom. Every sponsor in the world dropping him. Mate, like... Smudge, Warner, Bancroft. What a shit show. What I would like to take a special moment to talk about, Eddie, is during Smudge's press conference... Um, he's a man who is literally watching his livelihood 
the the epicenter of his entire life, cricket, fall away from him in front of his eyes. He's losing it in the front in front of the entire country, and these fucking losers from Kiss FM, specifically this loser intern Pete, have decided to take the opportunity to capitalise on a man's lowest moment to try and get a little bit of promo- promotion for their fucking station. As, and this, this absolute loser. He's like, an out-and-out loser. He's time. like 40 years old, who is literally like the bitch of Kyle Sanderlands, the guy that he's just ripped on. His name's Intern Pete. Intern Pete. He's 40. He, does, he disrespects himself so frequently on a daily basis to try and be famous. No, but just to be part of the... To try and... But just to, to be tr- part of the clan. Yeah, to try... But, but he, because he's, he's, he's everything that's wrong with 2018 media industry, social media obsession, famous at all costs. You know, like, if you're in any job, there might be... Something where you're going like, where you just go, no, I'm not going to do that. And you know I what? Let's demean myself. No, let's 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 look at it this way. With Bancroft, right? He picks up the fucking sandpaper. Now you could argue that Bancroft is a young kid who's made a bad decision, but he's young and he'll learn from it. Sure. This loser is like forty fucking years old. Has he's been, been around the block, Tom. He has because he's reached he's reached the peak of where he's going to get to. He's right? reached his ceiling. He's reached his ceiling as a little skid mark on their fucking daily routine of yeah. shitting on people. Yes, that's as far as he's going to go, and he's forty as fuck. And you'd think that maybe at some point you'd realize that, hey, look, maybe just not. Maybe I won't do that. And I think he's looked at this and gone. Can I make lot like how can I be the funny guy? That's and and the same, at a time when he knows everyone's going to be watching everyone. How can I try and get some attention? Yeah, here? yeah. How can I weasel my way into the room here? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you think that anyone gives a fuck about who you are? The people on your show don't even give a shit about you. They just need a skid mark. They need a skid mark, and you're happy to be one. That's you're- why you're there. Anyone can be a skid mark, mate. That's it. Anyone can be a skid mark. You've just but chosen. You chose to be one. You've chose to be a skid mark. <laughs> they've, they've, the only reason that he is a thing is because they've gone, oh, look at this skid mark. Yeah. And he's embraced life as a skid, skid mark. mark. Yeah. Whereas Happy to be one. Some people go, you know what, Matt, I've got too much respect for myself. I'm not going to be a skid mark. You're actually quite pleased by your status as a skid mark. And now you're trying to just rub skids all over fucking everyone else. You can't, you can't rub skids on smudge, bro. No. Sorry. You can't. You can't do it. You can't skid mark up smudge. It's just, it was tacky. It was tasteless. And you know and for what? for those of it that didn't hear it. He, yeah, okay. So to give some Again, context, if you've been living under a rock. I just don't understand how you would listen to a sports podcast and not have seen Steve Smith's press conference multiple times. Yeah. So if you haven't... Then if you haven't I'm, watched it twice, then why are you listening to us? Yeah. Why, what are you even listening to? I don't understand it. But anyway, what happens is this fucking poon from, from Kiss... Hyperpoon skid mark intern Pete. He he basically comes in, starts asking a question, going like, "Hey, uh, you know, I'm from fucking Kiss FM or whatever, and I just want to say that you know we spoke to a lot of our listeners, and we're not a sports station, but we think you should hold your head high." Steve, utterly confused at what he sees is like the physical embodiment of a human shit standing yeah, in front yeah. of him, going, "Um, oh, is that like a skid mark? Is that a skid mark talking to me right now?" The guy then almost honeydick Steve into thinking he's getting a nice comment by going, 
I think you should really hold your head high, mate. All our listeners think you should hold oh, your head high. Oh, he honey dicks the shit out he, of me. He honey dicked fucking poor old Smudge there. Smudge, you can see almost thinking, oh, I might get a nice fucking reprieve from the is shit someone, storm Is I've someone had. fucking actually going to say something really nice to me in my moment of need? In my moment of need? Nah. No, sorry. And then he goes on to say, well, we polled our listeners and they think that what's Dean and fucking Tracy did on Married at First Sight is way worse than what you did, which is, for anyone who's seen or hasn't seen Married at First Sight, it's a fucking horrible show where people get married at first sight. It is the equivalent, it's the TV equivalent of what Skidmark Pete is. Yes. It's literally the TV equivalent of this Skidmark Pete loser. Yeah. So, as soon it's as the It's a show asked, about Skidmarks. It's a show about Skidmarks for Skidmarks, and obviously a Skidmark is bringing it up in a press conference. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense. It's Skidmark stuff. Skidmark stuff from Skidmark Pete. And Smith has just kind of gone, you could see in his eyes just going like, Oh, wow, this is... I'm just going to go back to crying now, yeah, if that's yeah, all right. Yeah. I'm going to go back to being visibly upset, mentally... D- like, just uh, on, like edge. Dep- on edge. On um, edge. Clearly in high distress. My father holding my shoulder as I weep to the nation, to the world. To the world, Eddie. And the reality is that whole fucking stunt is about getting the promotion for the show, right? So they've done their job. He, Skidmark's done his job. He's been a Skidmark. He's got but the he's name just, out there. He's just gone way lower than I think anyone expected a man could go. Yes, he has. And you know what? And and that's the funny thing again is the Skidmark isn't even promoting his own show. The Skidmark is promoting someone else's show. Yeah. Oh, because they because that's what you do. You get your Skidmark to do the dirty yeah, work. Yeah. Kyle and Jackie, I aren't going out to. Kyle wouldn't present. do that. Of course not. They send he, a Skidmark to do that. Of course they. Who is a deranged lowlife? that's going to go in to the most high-profile fucking news conference and be an absolute skidmark. Who's capable of going that low? Oh, Oh, there's one man. Skidmark Pete. Uh, Yeah, that guy. Fuck you, skidmark. Um, So we've moved into into phase two of the scandal, and that was owning your mistakes. Yep. We're waiting for Warner to do it. And then obviously we wait for Warner to do it. And when I get back uh, from Bali on Monday the... or Sunday the 8th or whatever it is, We'll drop the next podcast on Tuesday morning as regular, yep. as usual. Yep. And then that's when we'll put a bow on all this. Hopefully. I'd I tell like you to what, bow it. I'd like to bow it as well and just push it off offshore in, out into the ocean to forget about it. Yeah. Push your problems away. In the Pacific. But the thing is that I think this might get legal. I feel like there might be a... Uh, I, don't rec- I reckon they might challenge their suspensions. Happy for them. I'm happy to go back to three months. Yep. And I'm saying that I wonder whether they might get it like reduced to six or nine. Eddie, if it's six or nine, they might be back for summer, which would be ideal. Well, you know what? If it's six, they're back for summer. They're back for summer. And I think that's... He'll in front of the nation against India. Yep. He'll heal in front of the nation, with the nation. With the nation. We all heal. I think it's best for them to heal in summer. In an Australian summer, yeah. as opposed to, a, to an, an English, English summer. summer. Yes, heal in front of us. Let us see you heal. Let's all heal together. But I also, the thing is... Six would be... Because it's also it's also detrimental to cricket to have them out for that long. It's not just about... It's not just like, a, oh, they need to be punished. It's like, let's not fuck cricket over too hard here. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. not cut off our nose to spite our face. They've obviously fucked up. Let's punish them. Mungrel may never play again. Davey Warner. He might not, depending on how this all washes out. But let's not fuck cricket No, in the nation. Dare I say the world, because a strong Australia means strong world cricket. Let's not fuck. Let's not fuck cricket in general. Let's just give him six months. 
Six is more than enough. Six is more than enough. Let's let's get let's get Smudge over to England. Get him facing fucking swinging jukes. jukes. Yep. Then back for summer. Back for summer. Then back to Duke. Then back to Duke. I think we just get Smudge back in slowly, softly, 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 softly. Maybe don't burden him with the captaincy again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and when I say burden, it clearly didn't burden him, but also clearly maybe not up to cut for that cloth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas Swamp Junior Junior seems like an alpha all round. Yeah, but it was an all rounder. Yeah, there you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. So give him a bit of time to 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 sink his teeth in, get him at first slip, get him milk and runs, get him at first slip, get him get him having a get him yarning, get him under jail's tutelage full time in the Australian setup, Tom. Yeah. We learn from our mistakes and we mould him into the skipper, the nation needs. The nation needs. Now on our on our but, new interim skipper because we do have a new interim skipper here, Eddie, and I think it's it would be remiss of us not to literally utter his name once on this podcast. We have a new skipper yeah. that we're about to get behind very hard. Yeah, have to. I'd just like to point this out. Firstly, forty sixth, forty sixth Australian skipper. Yep. Congratulations to Tim Payne. Uh, what a fucking what a whirlwind he's had. I've got to say this, and I don't know if this is like an evolutionary thing where like you're immediately attracted to the new silverback. <laughs> But I didn't realise how good looking Tim Payne was. Oh, he's a start. He's a fucking good looking. Oh, he's an out now. He's a he's a he's a cricketing ten. Well, <laughs> no, no, blue eyes is a ten. He's a nine. Okay, if Cummins is your cricketing ten, oh, blue eyes is he's a ten. Tom Payne is. Let's think of captains in world cricket. Could be the hottest captain in world cricket. Him or Coley. Faf ain't bad. Faf sort. Yeah. Nah, Payne. Give I think Payne. Turn. I'm just. Can I just get a photo up of him right now? Because I just. And again. I don't know if he was attractive before he got the captaincy, Eddie. I mean, I assume he might have been, but I certainly... But it I, could also be Silverback stuff. It could be that Silverback, uh, you know, as soon as he becomes skipper, I'm immediately more attracted to him. Yeah, yeah. Attracted to power. I'm attracted to power. I think we all are. You know what? Much better looking than Smudge. And I don't mean that, you know, like Smudge, I apologise. You know, obviously you're doing your time, but like Tim Payne is just light years better looking. But what I would like to say, Eddie, is... Um, Tim Payne, if uh, you got a load of whites you need doing. Got where, some whites you need. Where are your boys? You need your car clean. You need a load of whites put on. Because um, me and Tom are about to do a load. We're about to do a load of whites. We, we, we can also go down and do some shopping for you, some groceries. Do you need some milk? Do you need milk? We know, we know where, the, where to get the best hey, milk in the country. We know, <laughs> we know where the best milk is in the country. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to JL for We also you. know where the best bread is as well. We, so if we you need, do. You need milk, you need bread. Um uh, got a mate that works at Audi as well. Gets a good price on uh, on, uh, on fruit and veg. Fruit and veg. Their booze as well at Audi's top notch. So look, what we're saying is, Tim, we ha- we're here to help. Happy to help. Reach out whenever you need. Reach out whenever you need. As I said before, uh, a load of whites are about to go on. So just drop over whatever you need doing. Please make sure if you like the podcast to go to iTunes and like and subscribe. Give us five stars. It's good for the podcast. Good for the show. If you like the show, then do it. Subscribe five stars. It's that simple. Thank you, Punnett's Dribblers. Thank we'll be you. dropping a podcast with Benny Seymour later this week. Could you two just not talk anymore? Hi, I'm Tom Goodcamp from Stax Goodcamp. I truly hope you'll never need to call me. However, the sad fact is that accidents happen. People get injured. Should this happen to you, you'll need us on your side. From the moment you call, we'll be there for you to take away all your fears and concerns and to work tirelessly and compassionately to get you the compensation you deserve. So if you've been injured at work or on the road, call me on 1800 25 1800 
and get Stacks Good Camp on your side.